When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Here we are in the last week of July. It is another hot one here in the New York City area. We hope that you're having a great summer wherever you are. And if you're new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice American Influencers Channel. But we're also on Apple, Spotify, and of course, Facebook at our Sustainable Success page, Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests over the years, people like Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen and so on, and and CEOs of major corporations that have shared their words of wisdom and knowledge, helping to move your business and personal success to the next level. Again, we are committed here at Sustainable Success to really help elevate your personal success, your business, your brand, wherever you are. If you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to us anytime here at Voice America or personally direct to me at chris at christophersalem.com. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, which is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and perhaps meet new people for the first time. It takes out all the noise of social media in terms of the notifications. And this way it's for people that if they like to connect on their time in a genuine, authentic way, you can. This is a great opportunity to not only reconnect, but to meet new people, perhaps maybe uh, land your next new job or create a new business partnership with someone. Uh, Alumni Direct also offers an affinity program for members, meaning that you are uh, are eligible to receive a wide variety of different services that would normally not be available to you on an individual level. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today, and I am so looking forward to who we're going to be talking to today. We're going to be talking about Within our dreams and aspirations, we find our opportunities. And we're going to be talking to Ray Leonard uh, Jr., and he is the uh, son of Sugar Ray Leonard, and he has done just miraculous, incredible things in his career. And we're going to be learning a little bit about from him how we can really tap into our dreams and aspirations and find those opportunities to create impact and turn your success into everything that you can possibly imagine. So before I introduce Ray, Ray is a husband and father of four wonderful children and believes young people need a strong sense of their strengths, abilities, interests, and values. He has dedicated his life to helping others to his commitment to being better every day. As an active supporter of many causes and a youth coach and a mentor, Ray brings energy, excitement, insight to any setting. Known to always light up room whenever he walks in, He is a top motivational keynote speaker, a radio host, actor, and award-winning business executive. He is the co-founder of Launch Team Consulting, which focuses on diversity, leadership, and corporate culture training. He is also the co-owner of Universal Media Group, a media conglomerate whose corporate focus is on the implementation of celebrity-based programming, social media, and interactive TV. In addition, he's also involved in some new projects called Ovations, which is a new virtual event talent marketplace. And without further ado, we welcome Ray Leonard Jr. to the show. Ray, how are you doing today? Hey, Chris, thank you for the great introduction. Um, I didn't even know that was me you were talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, you're just a great, I, I'm looking forward to your story. And, you know, you know I, I, I remember when I was reading your bio and I know the title of the show, you know, came to you from your dad and, and something talk about like how that inspired you and everything that you know that when you were growing up you know going to school i know you were an athlete and how you took that to you know into this you know the business world the things that you've created these opportunities from dreams and aspirations you know um no one of the biggest thing growing up especially being in you know, the household that i was in uh, one of the major things was seeing opportunity, seeing that 
things that most people thought were impossible became possible. I was born to uh, two teenage parents. My mother was 15. My father was 16 when I was born. We didn't have much of anything in Palmer Park, Maryland. Um, and then all of a sudden, my father wins the Olympic gold medal in 1976, turns pro and becomes one of uh, America's uh, sweethearts. And everything starts to change for us really quickly. So I got to travel across the world and meet people like Nelson Mandela, the Queen of England, uh, you know, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. I mean, all these people as a young person. And I'm seeing people that have achieved the most amazing things. And so coming from where I came from in Palmer Park with limited opportunity or limited resources to see, you know, people out there that were doing things that we thought were impossible kind of gave me that focus, gave me that thought process that I can do this too. And so I never had a doubt in my mind that I could be successful in business, sports, uh, family, whatever it was. And so I think the, the ability to, to see that and travel across the world gave me a whole different perspective in life. And so I believe that anything is possible. Wow, that's fabulous. And like you said, like, you know, when, you know, you know, how things can change over a short period of time and how, you know, you know, we can go from humble beginnings to now, you know, life changes. And, and, you know, and you get to see that, like, you you know, you saw that with your father growing, you know, growing up, and then he wins the gold medal and goes on to become one of the you know greatest boxers to, you know, to be, you know, uh, in boxing. And what were some of the things that, you know, that if you wanted, would like to share like a process of, what you decided you were going to take from what you observed growing up from your experiences. It could be with your dad, other role models, you know, other people, because you met so many people that, you know, at that age that a lot of people may not have had that opportunity and so on. So what would be, uh, you know, what would be, you know, some, that's something you could share about the process that you endured to get to where you are. Uh, for me, it was that there are no shortcuts. And seeing behind the scenes of how much work my father put in, how much work uh, Muhammad Ali, the other people who were mentors to me, see how much work that they put in because they worked when no one else was looking. And that was a character defining thing for me to say that people see the finished product but never know what goes into making these heroes or making these people that are successful. I was blessed to be able to see the, the the back end and see what it takes to be successful. So the hard work never scared me, um, you know, the, the, the nights and days, because it was a, a work of uh, love, knowing that it was the end game. And the end game was I'm going to be successful at what I set out to do. So that was one of the major things that I saw, because when I talk to youngsters or I talk to corporations and they always ask me about you know, what is the key to success? Um, I always talk about you got to have the vision and you got to have a path and direction of how to get to that vision, but not be scared of to putting in the work to get to that vision. Yeah. What, what I, what, when you mentioned the hard work, what I, what stood out for me and I, you know, and I, you know, here at sustainable success, we've always talked about the importance of hard work and, you know, having a foundation, so to speak, uh, you know, how we think in a different way and, you know, what are, our, what are our disciplines and habits that, you know, either are making us or could be breaking us, depending upon sometimes these things can work against us. What would What is your take and insight on when, when it comes to hard work on discipline and consistency with things that even though we may not like it at first, we just know that it serves us to move forward. It helps us to grow and expand. So it's great that you asked me that question because it, to me, it is what you're built upon. And so we do this exercise when we're doing uh, you know, some training with my, corp, uh, with my uh, consulting company. We call it the building blocks to success. We use a big Jenga game to show that your face has to be strong or the whole foundation of, your, of whatever you're building can crumble. So that's what I look at uh, as far as sustainability is that you have to be built on a strong base. My, my grandfather told me a long time ago, when you know better, do better. And that's kind of been my guiding force of how I, I move in my life. Uh, because I know and I've seen, you know, people that are built on a strong foundation structure of what they stand for and what they're building um, create you know, that long term sustainability. Because I mean, you, when you have someone that tries to take 
know, the shortcut and say, okay, here's the fast way to success. And I think I can do this and, and get around, you know, doing anything else because, you know, I just don't want to put in the work. Yeah. It's it changed the, the, the thought process and, and how, you know, uh, when things get tough, what do you fall back on? You know, you might, might be able to put in some, some work, but if you don't put in the smart work, not just the hard work, but the smart work, uh, you'll be in for a long, long, uh, uphill battle. Yeah, no, so true. No, so true. I love that when you said smart work. Cause yeah, I mean, we can, we can be, a lot of people are busy and not productive, but it's, it's being laser focused. And I know that took me a while to learn that, you know, back in the day, I was always busy, but I never, I don't think I was always productive. And in that, obviously changed many years ago when I, when I welcomed discipline into my, my life and how it changed everything in terms of the structure the foundation that I, I always like to call mental toughness and how it, you know, showed up in my, my, my decision-making, my confidence level, my, uh, my behavior, my attitude and how I took risks and so on. What would you, what would be like the piece of advice? Like, you know, somebody listening right now, you know, it could be somebody, you know, just maybe it could be somebody getting out of school, getting coming into the work, you know, into the business world for the first time, or someone could be, you know, that listens to our show that's already been established, but looking to the, get to that next level in their personal success and or their business. What would be some, what would be like a key piece of advice that you would share with them to help them, you know, see that in themselves? Like, just like your grandfather said, no, know and do you know i love that you 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 have knowledge but now you got to apply it because knowledge is only only works if you apply it absolutely uh and that's kind of the biggest thing is don't have an ego seek wisdom uh listen more than you speak and you know, and follow you know the the path that that you know that is the right thing you know when a lot of times it can get frustrating as a, as a young person or a business entrepreneur when you're starting out and people don't see the same vision that you do. But to believe, have that self-esteem and belief in yourself is one of the biggest things. And uh, it, is, it is hard to obtain sometimes because uh, the world puts you know, so many barriers on you. But if you don't have that self-belief, first and foremost, then you're not able to move forward. And secondarily, when I talk about the wisdom, it's... There are so many things that have have been done before us in one way or then another, and for us not to be able to learn from them, learn from whether it's a mistake or whether it's a, a win, and learn how to take that net into our toolbox, then that's that's a, a, a big issue. So I say first have that self belief. Secondarily, seek the wisdom, and you no, know, the third thing is to not be afraid to put it into action. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. Love that. I love that. And, and I, you know, I know you work with, you know, organizations as well. You know, you do a lot of work with companies and so on, which obviously starts with people because, you know, we, we have individuals, then we have, then it be, that becomes a team. Then that team works with other teams in different departments. And now that rolls up to the a company and then, then they serve customers from there. Can you talk about like, like what would be some of the things you would recommend people, you know, you know, stepping up in their role and duties to be, to be their, you know, to be their best, you know, not to necessarily be the best, but to be their best and helping others to move forward, you know, as a team. Yeah. So that's it. That's great that you say that because um, I would coach, you know, a little league football and high school football. And one of my main focuses and models was DYJ. Do yeah. your job, right? So, I, I came up playing football as as a youngster and into college. So, in football is is a unique space, and team sports are a unique space that every, everything has to work in, in a, together for you had to be successful. Even if for one or two yards, everything has to work together to be successful. And that's what I look at with organizations is that you know if you have one person that's not doing their job you know correctly or focusing too much in on somebody else's job, it takes away from the success that the full team can have. Yeah. Because you have to have trust. You have to understand that this person is going to do this job, take care of it, and you know I'm going to believe in them because they're part of my team. So that is one of the, the biggest things is to have that internal trust that here. This person is going to do their job. And that's only built by working together 
over time and seeing that those actions are put into place and then you have that faith and trust in them to do it. So it's like, he's like, trust, but verify. Yeah. So, right. It's always here. If you're doing your job, then I don't have to keep focusing on what you're doing. I can focus on my job and, and move that forward. Yeah. So that that's one of the things that I, I talk about a lot of time that to have that team focus with organizations is you have to have the belief and trust and then, you know, understand that you got to let people who are experts in what they do, do their job and, and trust to do it. If they don't do it, then there's always, uh, you know, someone else that that's in the wings that's looking to to be that person that does it. So yeah. you build that trust over, over time and makes the team stronger. Yeah. I love what you just shared there. And, you know, like, I, I mean, from what you stated, even if we go, even at the youth level and then you go all the way up, it, it's like, you know, we, we're human beings. We don't realize consciously that we observe what's going on around us. We may not know that consciously. So if we observe someone stepping up in their role and their duties and being accountable, maybe on some level that has a positive impact for us to do the same in our role and duties, like you said. So this way you're not always having to be focused on somebody else's role and duties. You can focus on your own and just continue to be an example and be a resource for others to do the same. So it's creating more you know, where that this way people are complementing one another, not depending upon each other. I guess that would be a different break. Ray, we got about a less than a minute to the first break. Anything you'd like to sum up from what we, that we talked about, you know, uh, about the title today about, you know, without dreams and aspirations, we can, we can, you know, with dreams and aspirations, we can find our opportunities. Anything you'd like to sum up um, in the first segment that you shared? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on what you said about accountability and, you know, being accountable not only to your team, to the people around you, but they're being accountable to yourself. And first, if you're accountable to yourself, then you're able to understand where you're, where you lack, and where you need to improve. And that makes you a, a better person and, and a better, you know, uh, you know family man, a family yeah. woman. It just, it just makes you better all around when you have that personal accountability. And, you know, we talk about dreams. You have to be accountable to not just yourself, but to your dreams as well. Absolutely. Well, we got more to come with Ray Leonard Jr. We have to go to break, but when we come right back. We're going to dive a little bit more into this to help you know, devise your blueprint and turning your dreams and aspirations into opportunities. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with Ray Leonard Jr. We're talking with dreams and aspirations. We find our opportunities. And if you're just joining us, again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at Voice America Influencers Channel. Or come by Facebook at our Sustainable Success 2017 page where you can listen to this episode in its entirety later today. Also available on Apple Podcast and Spotify as well. Whatever suits your fancy, we got you covered in terms of where to find 
this valuable content uh, that we're sharing here today with through Ray Leonard Jr. So Ray, you know, you know, growing up again, you had, you know, you you grew up with a, you know, a, you know, a, a Sugar Ray Leonard, your father, who you know really did so many great things for the the sport of boxing and all the things that he accomplished. And I can just imagine like what shoes that you you know maybe possibly had to fill when you were growing up as you came into your own you know as an athlete as a businessman talk a little bit about that journey and and how you know where you started and kind of how you you know you found your success and really you know and now you know setting the example and being a resource for others that you serve through that yeah thanks chris i mean uh, it's it's funny we know we talked about that a, l- a little bit and what it's like to be in in the shadow of greatness and you know, sometimes it's hard to kind of figure out your spaces. You know, am I going to be able to win an Olympic gold medal? Am I going to get six world titles in five different weight divisions? Not likely. So I had to figure out what was success to me as, as a young person because I was a you know pretty good athlete. I was a two-sport athlete in high school, you know, ran track and field, was a state champion. I got, I got a scholarship to play football in college. I ran track and field and played football at Ohio University, Division I uh, in Athens, Ohio. Uh, but it, for me, it was never, um, you know, early on, it was never I, the success I thought that I should have attained because I said I needed to do better. For a long time, I had that, uh, um, I guess, syndrome of, of I'm, I'm not going to be as successful as I need to be because because my success was based upon what my father's success was until I learned to understand that my success doesn't have to be his success yeah. that I was the first person in my family ever to go to college so that was my gold medal there um you know I, I earned a scholarship I wasn't just the you know athlete of a top tier uh, a son of a top tier athlete I earned my scholarship I earned my, my way. So that was a success to me. So I had to start looking at my success as different than what his success was and not based my life in what my family had created. So, so once I was able to do that, I became a better man, a stronger person. I was able to be a better friend, to have better vision, to have more wisdom in, in myself because I wasn't building my life on someone else's life. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Because, you know, we just, people just assume where sometimes we get caught up in that. And that's what I did. You know, I saw how my father went from rags to riches. He grew up poor and yet he became very successful. And 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 I had to live up to that, according to him. You know, that was the, the feeling I got. And then right. it took me it took me a, a number of years to kind of realize that, like you said, Success is in the eye of the beholder. It, uh, who says I have to have the same, do the same thing that my father did? I could do something, you know, something else completely different and still be successful. Again, it doesn't matter what other people think is if it's successful. All that matters is what you feel is successful. And, and that is so true. So what are some of the things that I guess like, if, you know, when you realize that and you began to put that in motion and, you know, you, you know, really tap into the things that, cause that took me a long time to figure out what were, what were really my strengths. Cause I always tend to get, I get caught up in my weaknesses. And then I began to realize that, you know, the magic was when you can focus on your strengths and leverage your weaknesses with resources and other people that when they can do that better, let them do that. And, and you do what you do best to complement things so that, you know, you can, you know, really do better things in your business and in your life and so on. Can you share a little bit from that perspective? Yeah. And the, the, the weird thing is it came to me from one of my friends. Uh, no, my, my parents were going through a, a divorce when I was in high school. So uh, I leaned heavily on, you know, a couple of friends who were you no know, super loyal, awesome friends. And, you know, my dad had moved to California. My mother was living in a different place. And so it was basically us at 14, 15 years old, just kind of racing each other. And you know, one of the things that my friend uh, Ernie told me, it was, you know, we all have uh, our different fingerprints for a reason. And that kind of stuff with me is that our fingerprint is meant for us to leave our mark on this world and nobody else can leave that same mark. So once I started to understand that, that was closer to when I got into college, it gave me a different perspective on, on how my life should end up and turn out. 
because there were uh, things that I wanted to achieve that were similar to what my father had done. But then there's also things about him and about, you know, his life that I'd never wanted to have in my life. So when I started to say, okay, I can chart my own path, my DNA, my, my, my fingerprint is going to be my fingerprint. This is what I live, uh, what I leave uh, in the world. It just changed everything and how I actually saw myself. Not just how I saw, no, the world saw me, but how I saw myself because I started putting more of Ray Leonard Jr. into the world than the son of Sugar Ray, right? So once that started to happen, I said, you know, I want to leave this and give this to my kids as as I grow. I want to be this kind of person. I want, when my day and the clock stopped for me, I want people to say this was the kind of person that he was and to match the person that I actually see in the mirror and the person that I say that I am. So that's kind of the thought process and, and what it means to me. And when I actually found it out. Wow. That's powerful. And I love what you shared. It, it just, to me, just oozed with authenticity. It, it really connected with me. And I, I can relate to that so profoundly, you know, again, I didn't have a, a, a famous father, but I had a father that did a lot of great things in his industry and, you know, like I said, and I just felt at that time I, I could never measure up. But when I began to find the things that uh, really that I brought value and I was really good at and, and, and detached what other people you know thought, what my father thought at the time and just focused on what brought me joy and what what I could be really good at. That's when things changed. What would you recommend, you know, for people that, you know, that are in that stage right now they they feel like they're what they have to walk in somebody else's shoe it may not even be their father it could be it could be just some you know somebody in their industry it could be just something it could be anybody and but they just feel like they're caught up in some you know that they their their success is determined by what others think when it should be the other way around yeah so i always say the greatest thing about being present in the moment to tell your story is knowing that there's more to write meaning that you are exactly where you need to be right now and be comfortable in where you are and bask in that moment because our biggest currency is time. And if we waste too much time thinking about somebody else and where they are and, and hoping that we should be in a different place at this time, then we take away a lot of the opportunity to move forward. So when we're looking at a space and saying, you know, I'm comfortable with where I am, but this is where I'm going. And I know that I have to take these steps to get there. It makes things a lot easier, a lot more palatable because you're not looking at here, I got to do all this. And so even with me, with, with, with my business, I get frustrated sometimes, uh, just you know, naturally just to be in that old candor. I get frustrated sometimes as I said, we, I should be more successful. I have to be where I need to be, or this business needs to be pushed forward faster. Um, but the reality of it is, is this, the business is, is where it is right now. Yeah. So uh, you, you, you can't, you can't, there's no magic wand. There's no button that you could just push and just change that. But you take where you are and say, I'm not comfortable 100%, but I can move forward from where I am and then appreciate where you are. Yeah. I, I, and I, and I, right where you said that appreciate where you are, because sometimes we are where we're, we're supposed to be at that time. It's something that I learned over the years, what you just said, like I, we have to trust the process and that process is, okay, there are things that I know and can control that I can maximize. And there are things that I don't know or I don't have within my control. But if I get caught up in the control I can't control or what I don't know, then I can't be focused on what I do know and what I can control. So it, I get caught up, like you said, in that stress, that anxiety, that anger or discouragement or disappointment. And, and that's not going to, you know, that, that type of energy is not going to move you forward. It's, it's, it's like approaching it like a puzzle, like, you know, Hey, I got these pieces. I can, they're in my control. So I'm going to maximize what I can and connect them. And when other pieces come into my control, then I'll, I'll let the results be a byproduct of that. And and that's the, that's the, what I got from what you shared right there. It's so powerful what you just said. Yeah, absolutely. And and it doesn't mean that that you're 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 stagnant. If, yeah. But it means that okay, I, I appreciate where I am and I'm going other places, but I appreciate where I am and I'm I'm going to you know uh you know take that as okay, here this is the spot and I can keep going and move to a different, you know, uh, level, but this is where I am right now. Yeah. So 
Wow, I love that. Now, what would you say, like, you know, because like you said, we're human beings and we can get caught up. And I, you know, I have to remind myself every day. I always say that, you know, I take a deep breath and say, what can I control? What can I not control? So, so before I respond to a situation, if it's a challenge and it's not pleasant or it's not go, things are not going the way they should, I just bring myself back to what I, what would you recommend, you know, for people that are, you know, facing challenge, maybe they're facing a challenge in their industry, they're facing a challenge growing their business, they're just starting out, or they're changing from one career to another. What would you recommend in that process, what you just shared? Because I, I thought that was powerful. Well, I, I recommend to breathe. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, because we, we talk about it in life, and some of the coachings that I do in, in sports and boxing, um, especially like in, in a sport like boxing, you, you can tense up and it'll take the air out and it makes everything that you do harder. But if you breathe and, and you take that second and you blow out and you relax everything, it makes the heavy lifting a little bit less heavy because it, it, it give you a brief, refuels your body every single time. So when you breathe and you take a second before you speak or you take a second before you act, it changes every single thing because we're all one one choice or one uh, mistake away uh, from, you know, being in a whole different place than we are. <laughs> and, and our lives can change in, in, a, in a fraction of a second. So if we're making things out of haste, then it can be, you know, uh, detrimental to everything else that goes on in our life. So when you talked about, you know, control what you can control, that's one of the things I talk about in my, in my presentations and speeches is talk about control your ape. Because that monkey can get on your back and start to weigh you down. But what you can control is your attitude, your preparation, and your effort at every time. Yeah. And every single day. You can't you can't control what the weather's gonna be be like outside. You can't control if your coworkers are gonna be gonna make you angry. You can't control, you know, sometimes the the market and what happens with the uh, your finances, but you can control how it affects you and how you bring your energy back to the world. Your preparation is always a situation where I know I'm prepared for whatever comes for me. Because I've done the practice, I've done the work, I have the muscle memory that knows how to react when the situation comes up. And then the effort is always the thing that's the most elusive because most people want to talk about being the champion or talk about being successful in business or talk about being in a certain place but don't want to put in the work that it takes to get there. Yeah. No, I love that, what you just shared. And I, I always equate this because I'm a big sports nut and, you know, you know, especially football and and like when you just stated there, it reminds me of, you know, time and time again of, you know, the guy, Tom Brady, you know, he hears this guy in his mid forties now on the, yeah, matter of fact, he's on the going on past 45 at this point and why he's, why he'll go down as the all time best quarterback to play the game. It wasn't because he was the most physically gifted, the most talented. He obviously didn't start at the university of Michigan. He was drafted in the sixth round and then 199, but, but it was his preparation. It was his mindset his ability to focus on what he can control and what he couldn't and how that impacted his, not only his preparation, but, you know, his communication with himself and his team and, and what separated him from other players that were far, like even could be far more talented, but yet look how many Super Bowl rings he has and how many wins and, and how much respect he has from his team that you just, that just popped in my mind when you said that. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm so angry that he came back into the NFC because yeah, I'm a yeah, Dallas exactly, Cow- I'm a exactly. Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and I know <laughs> that there's a problem with us trying to win another Super Bowl. It, it's just you know we got Tom Brady in here, so okay, here we, we there's there goes the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, we got because Dak Prescott's a great quarterback too, no doubt about it. But uh, oh yeah, you just said yeah because I'm not I you know Brady was my nemesis for years because I'm a Miami Dolphin fan, so I had to face we had to face him for <laughs> oh man <laughs> for almost twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's funny. My, my my best friend I was talking about earlier. He's a big Miami Dolphins fan too. So I think we're we're just in purgatory together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, we have a we have less than a minute uh, to the next break. And if you could summarize a little bit about what you some of the the nuggets and key points you made about you know your journey about focusing on your success, not somebody else's success. A little bit. If you want to like to sum that up for the audience. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is, is believing that you are enough and, and your journey is your journey. Your path is, is, is written for you and not anybody else. Only you can tell your story. And 
the fact that we all have this opportunity to get up every single morning and, and make a difference or make a change to where we are or our lives is is a blessing. And so basking that and not looking uh, across the fence and seeing what someone else has or where someone else is because you are where you are and your journey is going to be your journey. Love it. Love it. We are here with Ray Leonard Jr. We're talking about with dreams and aspirations, we find our opportunities. We got to go to break. When we come back, we got more to come from Ray. So many golden nuggets, and we encourage everyone to listen to this show again in its entirety here later today. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with Ray Leonard Jr. with Dreams and Aspirations. We find our opportunities. Today's show, again, is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni from all different generational types as a way to rekindle old relationships and meet new people for the first time. Again, this is a an affinity-based membership program as well, where you get access to a wide variety of different services, not available to individuals, but as a member, you can tap into these resources as a member of Alumni Direct. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, Ray, you, you know, you have shared so many, so much wisdom here today, you know, from you know, your personal experience, your story you know, you know, all the success that you've, you've built for yourself and so many golden nuggets that you've laid here. What about when we talk about generation and legacy and where, you know, your journey, your experience, where you are today, what does that mean for the next generation and legacy? That being for the people you serve in your, your businesses and, you know, people in general and, of course, your family. Uh, I, I love that you, you asked me that question um, because one of the biggest things for me was gathering wisdom and learning from you know my elders and wanting to be better than you know, where they were, you know, to continuously improve, to continuously be moving forward and progressing. Uh, like I said, my grandfather told me, "When you know better, you do better," and I didn't know what that meant for such a long time, but. It meant to progress, it meant to not be stacked, to learn from your elders. We used to sit down and have conversations with our grandparents and great grandparents back in the day. And now it seems like things move so fast that uh, a lot of the younger generation doesn't want to know where everything came from or, or, or who was responsible for putting them in a position to, to have some kind of growth. And so when I talk about what my father gave me, he gave me uh, no name and opportunity. And he gave me a, a visual of what could be achieved. Um, so and it was never anything, you no know, financial or anything else. But he gave me a visual of what can be achieved. And so for me, um, how I want to be perceived or, or what I want to leave behind is that I did something for 
uh, the people that are looking up to me, for the young people who are looking up to me, even the older people that never saw someone that can achieve something and get inspired by what we're putting forward. So I have a youth book that's made now uh, called No Better, Do Better uh, for the Next Generation. And it's kind of a roadmap to what I did and the mistakes that I made learned, giving that wisdom back to them. So even with my own family, I have four kids. I have a 27-year-old daughter who uh, graduated uh, top of her class from Pepperdine University, had an academic scholarship. And then I have a younger son who's uh, 19. He's playing football at Grandma State uh, University. And then my two other kids are in high school now, ninth and 10th grade. And they're phenomenal athletes, but they're better people. And so what I talk about about generation and legacy is like, did you leave that next generation better than uh, you know, for them better than it was left for you. And so when we look about how do we move forward as a generation or, or as a people, we want to be able to continue so that we have progress for the better. And that's kind of the, my biggest thing when you talk about legacy is did we do better for my kids than my parents did for me? Yeah, I love that. And that's the thing, you know, we build on upon that and we do our best and, and, I guess what, one of the things that that, rung, that that stuck out for me when you were stating that is like the concept of values. Like what are those values that define you and how does they show up when we connect with others? In this case, your family, you know, the people you touch in the community, the people you touch in the businesses that you serve in your businesses and how you, you know, how that comes across in your communication, your leadership, your your connection. What would what how how do you look at value? Do you, do you think values play an important role in how we connect and engage and and helping to create that next legacy or generational shift? You know, through our example and through our resourcefulness. Absolutely, and I think one of the biggest things is 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 character and honesty. Because the house built upon lies can burn really quickly. Yeah. Um, when you you talk about what 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 you what you built upon. It, that is a big base. And I, I go back to it because everything that I guess I, I say builds upon uh, the next thing. And I talk about the, the Jenga game, about being having a, a, a profound, strong base to be built upon. It makes it tougher to break you, you know, as a person and to be honest with yourself and to be honest with others and to understand your faults and where you are. When, you, when you're able to do that, it, the life seems a lot less stressful. <laughs> because uh, I know where I am and I, I know that we all are flawed people and I'm not going to be sitting here judging other people from, from where they are and what their journey is. But what I want to do and what I do in my life, I want that to be sustainable. I want it yeah. to be built upon uh, a good base and built upon the truth and something that I'm proud of. When I look at it in the morning, in the mirror every morning, I'm proud of the person that I, that I represent, the person that I am and that, I live what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's one of the biggest things that you see. Some of the uh, social media life that people project that they have, and it, it makes it seem so, everything's so beautiful. But life is beautiful because it's built upon you know, failure and darkness and then growth and light. And when you understand that yin and yang of life and you're able yeah. to say you, 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 can't, you can't enjoy the, the growth and the happiness if you don't see the darkness. Well, I, I agree. I think, you know, I used to I used to fight, I used to resist or fight change and obstacles. And, you know, and the, you know, when I changed my thinking to be to become to do and have different results, it was because I embraced the challenges, you know, mental toughness, like because we we truly only grow and, 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 and expand and make impact when we learn from our challenges and we when we do things differently. It's not necessarily from the successes or when everything's going right. And you, what you said about the yin or yang, there's always blessings and opportunities disguised in, in, in the challenges, the obstacle. We just have to be able to see it from a different perspective, like what you said. And, and, and I think as a role model for when you do that with your family and you do that with, you know, people in your community and the business and the people you serve in your businesses, you set that example for them, you know, to hopefully, do that for themselves and, you know, and pass it along to other people that way. Anything else that you would like to share from that perspective, you know, in terms of that, you know, giving back through your example, through, you know, create, you know, through a generation, you know, to, you know, pass on to the next generation, 
and the legacy that that you that you're creating? Yeah, I, I think you know one of the things that, that I show my kids because I'm an entrepreneur and run you know, multiple businesses. Uh, there's I've had a lot of failure in their business or, or, or learning lessons or corrections, <laughs> which or which I call them, to uh, to figure out you know where I want to be, but didn't give up on you know what I could achieve. Uh, I want to leave something for them. I want to you know show them you know that anything is possible if you put your head to it. So I try to teach them and show them what I'm doing in, in business space, and so and I see that, and it makes me excited from their successes of what they're doing. Um, you know, in their businesses and in their lives. You know, my son is starting his clothing line while he's actually in college playing football. I mean, they are so determined. And that just you know, tells me that you know, my wife and I they have done a good job in what we're presenting them. And so when you're able to, to see that and get excited for someone else, because a lot of times, you know, you have people that uh, see somebody else being successful and uh, have a little jealous streak or, or not yeah. super happy for them. I'm happy for everybody that's actually doing well or in the process of trying to get to where they want to be. And if we all have that kind of focus. And I talk about from, from my kids, if they have that focus that they just want to be the best they can be, you know, whatever is ordained for them, that they are the best that they can be in that, then I'm happy and I'm cheering for them and going to give them every kind of opportunity that I can to help them be successful in what they want to do and leave their mark in life. And I think, you know, to piggyback on talking about the generation and legacy, I think that's all anybody wants from any, uh, you know, place. I've traveled all over the world, which has been an amazing and the biggest education of my life to be able to travel and see cultures and people from all different backgrounds. And what I've seen is that there is a similarity of, people wanting to be able to take care of their families, the people that want to be better than what their fathers or mothers were to continuously progress and have that, you know, that, that joy to see that we're moving forward and we're not taking steps back. So when I look at my kids, I see them as a reflection of what we said and what we did and our truth from you know, what me and my wife has done with raising them. So I'm hoping that they can do that same thing when I become a grandfather and hopefully not too soon. But uh, in, in the future, that, that that we continue to move that forward. Yeah, I love it. I love, it. like you said, it's a process. It's always it's it's always an ongoing process, and you know, there's always going to be the ups and downs. And but we 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 again, we focus on what we can control, letting go of what we can't. And and like I said, you you know, it's never going to be perfect, but but nonetheless, we we pass that along through our, like you said, through our our communication, our behavior, our attitude, and 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 our actions and so on and 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 we hope that our children you know step up in their role and duties and do the same for their children for your future grandkids and pass that along to the people you touch in uh, in your businesses as well and I love that uh, what you shared there now this is uh, you have shared so many great golden nuggets anything that we have not covered we have about uh, you know four minutes left in the show and I wanted to make sure at the we had a couple minutes to share a little bit, you know, people know where to find you, but in the last, the last couple of minutes, what would be some other key points or a key, something we, that you, I guess we haven't talked about or you haven't shared that you'd like to leave with the audience? Um, I guess one of the things is, is not having uh, a fear of failure, but not, you know, fear is, 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 a, is a weird thing. And, you know, some of us can get paralyzed by it. Some of us can, you know, let it, stop us from doing what we're meant to do. Um, but having that, that belief and under, understanding that you know, we're all going to have the fault, we're all going to fall down at some point, but be able to get back up um, is, is a big thing. And understanding that the life's challenges that come to you are just temporary. It was it's funny for my new company that started called Ovations.com. It's a talent marketplace. And it was spawned out of the, um, I guess, the pandemic. I was doing motivational speaking around the world, traveling to all the military bases for the last 10 years. And I had one of the biggest years lined up in the beginning of 2020. And I had about 60 paid speeches set up and it was just you know phenomenal to have that opportunity. But of course, travel stopped, everything stopped. We had to learn how to live in a virtual world. And instead of getting frustrated and saying, no, I've lost this much income or I don't know what the next step is, it's, I found a solution. And I created a company that's going to be a solution moving forward and 
that's uh, you know, a process for the next generation. And so that became a thing. How did you use your time doing that, during a time of, of, uh, of struggle? You know, yeah. that a lot of us, you know, kind of had to repurpose and, and re-figure re- out how our life was going to be during that time. And, you know, I used that time to be more productive. And uh, one of the things, because my kids were home with me, so they got to see that. <laughs> they <didn't> see, <laughs> but, Dad, Dad was frustrated for a little bit, but then you know, he put his head down and said, OK, let's go to work. We, that's it. You adapt, you, we adapt and go with we have to adapt to what we can control in the flow. I love it. And I and I'm so excited to see what's going to happen with the ovations and what you're doing there. And I, I'm happy to be part of it, you know, being uh, on the platform and um, look at so looking forward to it and, you know, seeing the talent that you're going to be bringing in across the board to help, uh, you know, businesses and all to different types of organizations and events uh, worldwide in that area. We're towards the end of the show, Ray, but I would love to, if you could share, you know, a little bit about what you're up to, how can people get in contact with you and anything that you'd like to share final thought, thoughts or comments uh, with the audience? Yeah. One, one of the biggest things that right now is my focus is um, I'm a co-founder and a partner in Nobody Studios, a venture studio, and we're building companies. Uh, like I just talked about my company, Ovations, is one of the companies that we're building out, out of that studio. And our big audacious goal is to build 100 sustainable companies in the next five years and and, and let the public actually, um, you know, enjoy the fruits of, of what we're building. So we'll be the first one, the first SEC crowdfunded uh, companies and allow, you know, not just institutional investors, but the average person to be able to take, um, you know, to be a part of these, all these companies and enjoy it. So, you know, imagine a, a Facebook early on to be able to be one of the first people to invest in that. So that's one of the things that I'm, I'm involved in. You can find me at RayLeonardJr.com. That's my website or Everything on social media is Ray Leonard Jr. Awesome. Well, Ray, we kind of, we want to thank you personally for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. And I've learned so much from what you shared today. And we are so grateful that you took the time to be with us here today. Thank you, Chris. And I'm celebrating my wife's 50th birthday. So uh, happy birthday to her. So I had oh, to happy birthday to her from Sustainable Success. Yeah, to, for me personally, to her and your family <laughs> and from Sustainable Success. Thank you so much. Well, we, we, audience, we want to thank you each and every week uh, for joining us here, the Sustainable Success Way. Uh, the show would not be where it is today without you. We are committed to bringing in people like Ray here to share their words of wisdom and insights to help elevate your personal success and business to the next level. We hope everyone enjoys the rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.